Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long, we're talking to not just entrepreneurs, but elite entrepreneurs who have a variety of businesses. And my guest today is going to surprise you in a lot of ways. So let me tell you a little bit about him. Well, first of all, upholding the traditions set forth by some country artists that you may have heard about once in a while, like Merle Haggard, George Strait, Alan Jackson, and so many others. My guest today, Richard Lynch, has been flying the flag for this brand of country music, meaning something really traditional, for the past uh, a few decades. I'm not going to tell you how many. He not only sings country music, he lives it without a doubt. As the owner of Keeping It Country Farm with his wife, Donna, who's a lovely lady, Richard knows the meaning of a day's hard work. He's also, as the co-founder of the Love Tattoo Foundation, which I can't wait to talk about, they assist with veterans programs. And from that, Lynch understands not only the sacrifices of our servicemen and women, but also the importance of giving back to your community. In fact, his farm plays host to fundraising benefits for that organization, featuring some of the biggest names in traditional country music. Now, Richard also cherishes his love and respect for God, family, and his fellow hardworking Americans. The words of his songs, and I'll tell you because I've listened, speak to his values, values that his fans and lovers of country music everywhere hold dear. And we're going to talk about a couple of his favorite songs that I now are my favorite songs. So Richard, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, Michael, thanks for having me. I can't wait to do the interview with you. I'm so excited, too. It's so fun to meet you, especially listening to your music. And right before we got online, too, I was playing um, Cut and Paste again. And just listening, of course, now also you referenced Facebook in there. And now apparently Facebook has changed its name. But um, I just, it's, your songs are just, they really are about people's lives. I think like everything in every song of yours I've listened to is it tells a story that I can relate to. And I didn't grow up country. I became I became a country fan. My parents didn't know what to make of me with that. But so I hit the highlights. I can't wait to learn more. Tell me tell me a little bit more about your story and tell what got you into music. Well, I guess you know you might say I was born into country music. Um, and by that, my dad was an incredible singer, entertainer. You know, I used to watch him get up and go to work every morning and he would turn that old radio on above the kitchen counter there as he drank his coffee and made his way toward work um and that country music would be blaring every every morning there in the old farmhouse <laughs> and I, I just realized that that was something that was a part of our our life our family as i got a little older you know i realized how significant my dad was in our tri-state area we come from around the ohio kentucky indiana portion of southwestern ohio there and um you know my dad was pretty affluent with uh, the area and, and playing music and and you know had a successful uh business 
And um, at the ripe old age of eight years old, I got to watch my dad perform for the first time. Oh. Here I am, uh, I'm out in the audience with sitting with my mother watching my dad perform with this guy that we watch on television every Saturday night. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, my dad must be pretty uh, special. So he was playing, performing, and I had no clue, but within about 20 minutes or so of his, of his show, he pointed down to my mother and, and said, Linda, that's my mom's name, send Richard up on the stage here with me. Now here, this eight-year-old kid runs up on the stage and I do an old Buck Owens song. I got a tiger by the tail. Ah. And, as you, <laughs> and as you might imagine, oh the, uh, the crowd was overwhelmed and I was bit right then and there by the country music bug. <laughs> I love that so much. I can just see you. I love that song too. That is so funny. And you know, when you, when you really saw him up on that stage, not only did I can see how you could get bit by the bug, but what what was your going through your mind as you started to look at your father in a completely different way? Was that really just incredibly cool to see him not just as dad, but now actually as somebody who impacts other people as well with his music? Well, at the time, I, I thought, man, I'm going to be I have to tell all my friends, you know, in school. <laughs> hey, my dad's somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it, it was so cool because you know the, uh, the 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 fact that he played music wasn't what he did; it's just what he was. He he never he never let on like he was uh, anybody. If you if you ever met my dad, he always had that hand stuck out, shaking somebody's hand, hugging somebody's neck. Always a part of uh, his natural genre. He was always just that warm, genuine person. And uh, I've always follow that same likeness you know I want to make sure that everybody felt comfortable because mm -hmm. the music is one thing but when you make that connection with people it doesn't matter what you do you can mow grass for a living whatever but you get that connection with people it just mm -hmm. so happened that music was what uh, what made my dad click and, and myself as well well I love to your reference to uh, your dad turning on the radio because that's another song of yours that I've fallen in love with daddy's radio it's you know, when I listened to it the first time, well, first of all, it made me tear up, <laughs> but in a really good way. I've lost my father and, and it's, it's been a long time, but it just reminded me of, you know, sitting with him and, you know, things that were important, you know, to him and, and, and how some of those moments, you know, where you're, you're rushed back in time, how in, incredibly, not just important they are, but how wonderful they can be for you. Um, it's, it's just beautiful. Does that, you know, when you're writing, how does it all come together for you? Well, I, thank you for saying that. But what, you know, it's a situation to where, you know, you just write, for me anyhow, I just write from the heart. Mm -hmm. um, and that just goes to show you that, you know, country music can be relevant for all forms of life. Because even though I'm saying about my dad, everybody has a memory of their dad. And, you know, growing up and uh, whether it was the 60s or 70s or what have you, if you grew up then and ultimately your dad had a pretty good shot of having a radio on and that that radio brought back a memory for me and you and basically everybody who hears it makes a similar connection with him. Some someone told me recently that they had um, listened to one of my songs and it was, a you know, just an old country tear jerking song that, you know, I was singing from the heart. And she said to me. 
Richard, I heard that song and it's almost as if you wrote that song for me. And I thought for a second and I thought, you know, this is really cool. What a statement. Uh, you know, I think I'm reaching people now. If I wrote it from the heart and it connects with that person, obviously the, the music has connected with that person and I have fulfilled what I need to be doing. Yeah, and that must be that must be really powerful. And I think that that is, you know, you're absolutely right. It's one of the things I've always loved about country um, is that sense of this story is just a truth. I'm just telling you my truth and and there it is. And hopefully my truth will mean something, but I probably just wrote it really to get my truth out more than to make sure I reached you. Then <laughs> <laughs> I got to be careful in some of my truths. I might get in trouble. So I got to be <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Donna's got to keep a, a leash on you. Exactly. She's yeah, she will. She will. <laughs> <laughs> well, and not that I want to fangirl on this too much, but um, the other song that really touches me is uh, Mending Fences. Yeah. And I just really love the message there because yeah, it has to do kind of with love and, you know, you're talking about, you know, you know, being loving somebody else, but I think it's just so, it's so much about how we constantly have to mend fences with each other, you know, not just that, you know, special person or your significant other, but people all around us, sometimes within ourselves that if you just build a fence and, and, and keep it up, you know, and you never take care of it, it's going to falter at some point in time. Part of it's going to fall down. You have to be looking for it and taking care of it. Um, it really just touches me, you know, to think about how how powerful those words are that we all need to hear right now. Frankly, you know, is let's let's mend some fences. Let's find some areas to come together. Do you find that your songs have different meanings to people over time? I do, uh, and and sometimes I'll write a song with a a thought or a direction in mind and someone will come to me with a completely different take on how I wrote it, but it fits their life completely. You know, I, I think the older I get and the more I, uh, I realize um, we're all in this old world together. We're never all going to totally agree, but there's a whole lot more room for agreeing than disagreeing. And sometimes music can actually act as a bridge between oh. a between a complete different, you know, upbringing or a whole complete different mindset of people. And, and I'm realizing that more and more, like I say, I, I write song with a certain, a certain direction in mind, and, but that song will connect with somebody who I didn't even think about how that would affect that person. So music, music can be really universal. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great reminder because you get everybody in a room at a, at a concert anywhere and people are, you know, bopping their heads and they're singing or they're dancing you know, you're not worried about who, what what you think or believe differently than the person next to you because you know you have some common ground. Absolutely. That's absolutely correct. So, Richard, tell me about the life of a country uh, music star, uh, you know, about the travel and the road or how much you're on or you just, you know, staying kind of close to home. Do you... You know what? It's kind of a crazy life. It's not going to work for everybody. How's how have you navigated that? Well, I I love the music, and like I say, I was born in into the music. But I also love my 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 country upbringing. You know, I, by that I mean the farm. I've I've got a farm that I work. It's a working farm. I wouldn't trade it for anything. So sometimes I struggle managing everything getting done. Uh, thankfully, I've got a neighbor that can. Uh, and some friends that will take care of animals and 
livestock and chores if I have to get that done because that has to get done every day so that I can manage the the music thing um in you know in in 2019 we did 130 some nights dates around the country that's an amazing amount but wow. 2020 rolled around and we <laughs> just did 12 dates yeah but what I'm saying what I'm getting at is um you know I we, uh, I learned to accept life as it comes. You know, I, I had no control, nor did anybody else over the fact we had the, the COVID-19 who, who restricted our music so much. But after about three months of not really playing like I wanted to, I realized how much I missed that music and how much mm -hmm. I missed the, um, the, the camaraderie with people um, that would, you know, that would, I'd be playing somewhere and someone would send me a message, hey, we saw we were going to be playing pick a place you know and we knew you were going to be here so we took a vacation date so oh. that we could be here and see you you know and when I didn't hear those stories anymore it's like man I really miss this music thing mm -hmm. but on the other hand it gave me an opportunity to uh, you know really dive in and write some good music um, it gave me an opportunity to um, you know think about how really life good life is you know good life is really good to me Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, a lot of times I realize that, you, you know, you make your life, you make your own decisions in life, and hopefully you make the right decision. You know, there'll be a day when I won't be able to work on the farm, you know, mm -hmm. it takes a lot of work. And there'll be a day where yeah. I'm not going to be able to get out and tour and travel because that takes a lot of work. It's a different kind of work. But I'm just thankful that I'm fortunate enough to be in a situation where I can do what I want, <clears throat> make a living with what I want what I want to do and share it all with my, my better half, Miss Donna, because she keeps me down grounded and keeps me in line. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Excellent. Well, Richard, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsor and we will be right back. Have you ever considered hiring a virtual assistant, but didn't know where to start? Let Kukua Biz help. Kukua Biz matches talented professionals from Kenya with small businesses around the globe. Affordable weekly rates allow you to have a dedicated full-time staff member to help you with anything from administrative tasks, social media management, public relations, and more. Go to kukuabiz.com today for more information or email info at kukuabiz.com. Kukuabiz, that's K-U-K-U-A-B-I-Z dot com. And we are back with Richard Lynch, and we are talking all things country, country music, country traveling, all those elements, and your working farm, so a little bit more country. Um, and I, I know I'm going to ask you in a minute a little bit more about your entrepreneurial journey, but I want to ask you to talk a little bit about, um, about your foundation and, and, you know, really why you started Love Ta Tattoo Foundation, what it means what it's accomplished for you. I know that giving back is really, really important, but it's always interesting to me to find out what people choose to put their, not just their, you know, passion behind, but their time, their energy, and their, their money. So tell us a little bit about this. Well, the Love Tattoo Foundation was started by me and my wife, and we both have a huge appreciation and admiration for our men and women who have served our country. And, um, we was, uh, I, I was sent a poem from a gentleman. Um, he really liked um, my music and he said, Richard, I, you know, I know you love a love and share, uh, you know, a connection with, with our military. I wrote this poem. I wondered if you would 
consider listening to it and maybe put some music to it and give it some different thought. I said, well, sure. So he sent me this poem called Love Tattoo Foundation. And I was blown away. I'm sorry, it was called Love Tattoo, the song. Love was, Tattoo, right. The uh -huh. poem was. And I was absolutely blown away. And uh, I I sat down and I grabbed my guitar and I, I fumbled with the melody and I just kept it plain and simple. And uh, I just wrote, I just put some music to what he had sent me in lyric. And then another friend of mine, I played it for, we wrote a, um, a, a chorus for it to come up with a fulfillment song. Ultimately, we came up with the song and we wanted it to be special because we, we know how special our, our American guys and gals are who serve our country. So we decided to record the song and, and give it some life and decided right then and there, if there was a nickel or a million dollars to be made off of this particular song, we're gonna give it all to a foundation. And we found this place in Northern Michigan called the Wilwyn Lodge, or they kind of found us. Mm -hmm. It's a 1,200-acre facility, and it's dedicated from World War II vets all the way to today. And any and all personnel who served, served our country, if they, if they strive with some, with some uh, mental problems or, or psychological problems, because too many of our veterans are yeah. committing suicide daily. So we want to make awareness of this and we want to make awareness that our, our veterans, there is a place for these folks to get away and get some R&R &R and, and kind of rethink their life for a week or two weeks. But the Wilwyn Lodge is exactly that place. And we want to make all the awareness we can for our, for our guys and gals who serve our country to where, you know, there is help and, and there is a different alternative. Uh, and I can say, we just want to be a small part of helping our, our vets. Oh, I love that so much. And you're absolutely right. In fact, every November, well, this is this is the second year in a row now, we are dedicating the entire month of November for our podcast to veterans. And so we're learning, you know, we learn more about their stories and their service and what they learned from that time and what they've taken with them. And it's just such an honor to hear people's stories and to be able to say, thank you. Thank you for serving our country. And you know, and but I love that you're doing that. I think it's fantastic. I guess I'm going to have to go find the love tattoo song, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really proud of the fact that um, I got to be friends with a one of my heroes, Ronnie McDowell, was a huge, huge uh, singer, country singer in the 80s and 90s, and he's still quite affluent in the business. He still performs, but I got to do a show with Ronnie, and I found out that Ronnie did three tours of duty in Vietnam. I I never knew that. Wow, and, I never knew that. He never and, talks about and, it in interviews. Right, and I never knew that. And I, I said, Ronnie, after the show, I said, I knew you did all this, you know, you're a, supporting of our, a supporter of our veterans. I said, would you consider listening to one of my songs? And if you'd like it, maybe think about getting in the studio and do it with me. Well, we played it for him. He immediately agreed to get in the studio with me and we recorded it together as a duet. Um, and that was my favorite version, of course, but to be able to call one of my heroes, my friend right now, Mr. Ronnie McDowell, what an accomplishment in life, you know what I mean? Wow, that, absolutely, and uh, just, wow, you, you never know, you never know somebody's story unless you ask, right? Exactly right. I love it. Well, so your whole journey, I don't know if you call yourself an entrepreneur, but you totally are. You know, so through looking at your career and all the things that you've managed of, you know, your singing and your booking and your, you know, creating albums and, you know, sales and foundation, all these pieces, 
What have you learned about yourself as an entrepreneur over this time? If you can go back to uh, Richard, you know, a couple decades earlier and, and give him any piece of advice to help him with, uh, you know, with his entrepreneurial journey, you know, what, what, what would you tell him? Well, I would say surround yourself with people that believe in you because you can waste an awful lot of time um, with people that don't necessarily want to see you succeed. And, um, you know, especially young folks out there, if you, if you surround yourself with people that believe in you and genuinely want you to have a successful career, it's amazing how fast you'll get there because people really want to see you, you know, succeed. Uh, not everybody wants to see everybody succeed, unfortunately. So if you surround yourself with people that want you to, it's amazing how far you will connect, how far you will go. Opportunities will come your way faster. Um, it, that's probably my, my only suggestion. Just make sure you surround yourself with people that want to see you do well. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's really good advice. And and be careful of the people who want you to do too well, too quickly, that they might profit from more than you do. <laughs> I, think you're, I think you're hitting right on the head right there. <laughs> we all got to be careful. Yeah. I mean, in this day where people can become stars overnight, you know, if they, you know, something goes viral and the next people showing up at their doors are not necessarily those people who genuinely want what's good for them. I, I, I know you're exactly right there. Yeah, I, I love it. Um, so Richard, we are going to have all of your contact information on our show notes. Um, but in case somebody wants to learn more about you and you know about your music and everything you've got going on, what's the best way for them to find you? Go to richardlynchband.com, L-Y-N-C-H, richardlynchband.com. You will find anything and everything you want to know about me, our tour dates, or all of our merchandise, our interviews. You'll probably find out more about me than you want to know, but go there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Richard, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Well, just, you know, in the words of my daddy, keep it country, son. Keep it country. <laughs> I love it. And I love keeping it country. Richard, it has been an absolute pleasure having you as a guest today. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. We'll do it again, I hope. Yahoo! <laughs> Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees and sales mixology. Why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.